this game is an important game. So they want to mock us all they want to mock us. I'm telling them it's not over. So they can print all that crap all they want all over their locker room. It's not over. It'll never be over here. It's just starting. I find a lot of the things that they are, do amusing. They need to check themselves sometimes. But just remember, pride comes before the fall. Just here, pride comes before the fall. Regulation. Chucks it to the end zone. Caught. Michigan State's caught it on a rebound. Cut. Hold on. It is just short of the end zone. After further review, the runner did cross the line. Touchdown, Michigan State. Well, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts Jackson, and he scores. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us on this very special bonus episode of The Fizz. I am here with my co-host, former MSU running back, J.U. Kalkrick. Say hi, J.U. Hi, J.U. And the numbers guy, the hottest gambler on this side of the state, Chandler Nash. How are we doing, Chandler? Doing good, Frank. Thank you. So, guys... This is a uh, very special episode, obviously bonus episode this week. There's something special going on this week. We got a couple teams meeting in East Lansing. They're going to play a football game. And we have a very, very important guest, thanks to our friend uh, J.U. here. We had Mark D., Coach D., Mark D'Antonio. Just spoke to him for about, I don't know, what would you guys say, 15, 20 minutes? 15 to 20. Yeah. Yeah. Great conversation. Talked about his time at MSU, the rivalry. We did a little over-under with the guy. It's great. So we will, you'll want to stick around and listen to that. But right now, let's talk, about, let's talk about this Saturday. Let's talk about this Saturday. Yeah, man. I'm excited for it. I will be live and in action. I have a work trip planned. I was supposed to fly back Saturday. I, didn't, I couldn't book my trip till this week till I found out when the start time was going to be. Uh, you know, now that it's a noon start time, I'm flying back Friday night, cutting an event that I have to be at Saturday. Spartans short. will. Spartans, Spartans will. will. Spartans exactly. will. Exactly. Game day will be there. Barstool Sports will be there. Big noon Fox. Big noon will first, be there. First time all three have been in the same spot. I don't know what that means, if, but like that's the first time they've all decided to go to the same place. It's going to be electric in East Lansing. It's, 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 it's part of fall in Michigan. You've got the Lions losing. You've got... Uggs, cider, donuts, and you've got the Michigan Michigan State game. And if you're from this area, you know this is the biggest weekend of fall. Well, you said Uggs, so I got to take back to my college days. Uggs, yoga pants, blonde hair, big sunglasses. <laughs> Whoa, relax, big guy. All right, relax, fella. Relax. All right. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. No. We're, I mean, I'm horny too. It's a horny week. No, I get it. Like, I'm right with you. Like, I totally understand. Yeah. But I mean, this is. And speaking of all that, everything you just named, let's put it in a pot. This is when I get so jealous that I'm not a student anymore. I mean, my wife, you know, tells me to grow up every day. This is when she's really telling me to grow up. Like, these are the weekends that you go to college for. I mean, not only is it Michigan, Michigan State, they're both undefeated. The game's in East Lansing. It's Halloween weekend. It's Halloween weekend, which is, you know, no, no, uh, no forgettable holiday in, in EL. So you mix all that together into a pot, and it's just it's a great weekend to be a Michigan State College student. It's a double whammy. I mean, like you said, you've got the best holiday of the year on campus, arguably Halloween, and then you've got the biggest game of the year, bar none, for Michigan and Michigan State. It's a double whammy. Please, 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 everyone up there, have a fucking blast 
I don't care what you do. Have a fucking blast this weekend. You're only going to get this once every fucking 10 moons. Did I mention it's fall in East Lansing? Yeah. You got Uggs. You got <laughs> yoga pants. You got big sunglasses. You got blonde hair girls. Yeah, we're all excited. <laughs> I could have just edited that in after. You don't need to do it with your phone. Like, we could have done that in post. <laughs> Man, oh, man. I All just right. got this new thing. No, it's like, no, it's no, a, no, it's, it's fun. A, it's the Bill's third down train app. Oh, it's like, it's like the ham horn. Like the, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll edit it. I won't make the noise. Yeah. No, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, guys, we're going into it. And uh, I don't like where, where do you where do you begin with this one? You know, do you want to you want to talk about the game? We kind of already talked about the hype of it. You know, let's talk about the actual game here. So, you know, we're betting guys. We don't have to like talk about if they're going to cover, not covered. Let's just kind of look at the whole picture here. Uh, I saw it last at up to four and a half for U of M four and a half line uh, in East Lansing, pretty disrespectful, but that's, that's where the lines are. Very disrespectful. Uh, Chandler, you probably know this more. Usually the home team gets three and a hook, right? Yeah. You know, in a rivalry game, I was expecting MSU to get three, three and a hook. You know what they're doing? They're going after the U of M sheep. Vegas knows that the Michigan fans are going to bet regardless of what the spread is. So they don't need the right fucking line. They just need a line that looks appetizing to Michigan fans. Big following. They know they're going to suck those sheep in. That's why the line's at four right now. So I do have a question, though, and I, you know, I'm not taking any – I mean, I'm fucking dressed in green and white here, obviously. We're Sparties. But also, I mean, you got guys like me. Sparty – I mean, State ain't no small school. We're, now sh- we're not short on degenerates whatsoever. You know, I see four and a half, and I just I, – I saw it at four, and now it's up to four and a half. Like, I'm eating that alive. Like, so Sparty, you, you know, is eating, eating – give you know, if we're – getting points we're eating that alive as well so i'm not trying to look for reasons to worry but you know hey i'm definitely thinking about it thinking about everything during a week like this oh yeah you gotta think of everything during a week like this especially the fact that um michigan state's coming off a bye week that right there scares you don't like that i don't like you said that before I don't like it. The only good thing a bye week does is if you have a program that you got guys that are injured you give them that extra week to get healthy, but I don't like it. If you're six and old, seven and old team, you want to keep rolling. Mm-hmm. You want to keep that same schedule. Football players are like it's like the military. You want that schedule. It's it's you, this time you lift weights, you do this, you do that, you go to study hall, you go to dinner, you wake up, you do it all over again. You want that same schedule, and that just throws a little kink in there. And I think um, it's the advantages are in Michigan's favor going into this game. They played last week. It's a noon kickoff, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, and that's another advantage in Michigan's in Michigan's uh, favor because if it was a night game, they would have to take a bus to take a bus to East Lansing on Friday night, and they have to sit in the hotel the entire time while big noon kickoff is here, while game days here, while bar stools here. All that stuff sitting, you're sitting in your hotel and you're watching it on TV. Yeah. You look out your window and you see these people going crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes a toll on you. I remember when we played Notre Dame under the lights, college game day was here, and it, it, was, it was like that. It, yeah. it takes a – you get anxious and all that excitement builds up, and then you wait. And then by 6 o'clock is when you finally walk into the stadium and they have you up at 7 in the morning. Yeah. That's a long day. Now you have to rebuild that energy. Yeah. And so I think how those it, things how does it go for Michigan State players too? Because I mean they're they're buzzing too, right? I mean Oh yeah, you're you're buzzing. You're you're buzzing as well, but you're in your home environment. True. You know, you you you're used to it. you're at the same hotel that you stay yeah. at week in and week out for every home game. You have the familiarity of your family. You can see your mom and dad in the hotel in the lobbies. You have that stuff going for you as well. So I think right now the ball's in the corner of Michigan, but what they do with it, it's up to them. Yeah. But, hey, don't get me wrong. Don't let me say – don't think any way, shape, or form that I'm picking the blue guys. Well, well no, one, no, yeah. no one thinks that. I mean, that's what I was just saying yeah. with the betting. You know, we're all, like, easing into it. Like, yeah. hey, 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 I'm not a fucking trader. Like, yeah. we're all on the same fucking page here. Exactly. Like, we're all just fucking nervous and all juiced up. But, like – but – in the vein of that point, so yes, just like on the surface level, if you have Team X playing, you know, Team Y, you know, this one's going in here, this one's got the bye week, that, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I think Michigan, Michigan State, I really do believe the pressure 
is more on Michigan to win this game than it is on Michigan State. And that's almost solely – well, there's history there, but, I mean, the big spotlight is on, you know, it's, it's Mel versus Jim Harbaugh, you know. And I kind of just feel like Harbaugh needs this win because if he loses this one, then it's going to be all the questions of the – the, do we burn it down in you uh, in Ann Arbor? Yeah, and I, I agree with that, Frank. You got Mel Tucker in his first full year. He was only six games in before this season. Expectations were low in East Lansing. Michigan has been dying even to get a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship. So when you have expectations like that, yes, there's a little more pressure in Michigan's court. And I'd like to say this, though. They got to come into the woodshed and beat us. And you know what? That's not an easy task to do. We've got a team that's always had a chip on our shoulder. But I do agree with you, Jay. Michigan's probably a little more in rhythm. Might take us a little while to get back into the routine. But, um, you know, like you said, there ain't no way in hell I'm picking the Blue Bellies. And you gotta, you got to think, too, like the one year that fucking you got losses from Ohio State, Iowa, Penn State, Wisconsin's obviously out of it. Like the one year that they're all got a you know a mark on their record. The one team standing in Michigan's way is is the team for East Lansing. Yep. Well, I you know you, you might take this however way you want to take it, people whatever. But I say the team that wins this game on Saturday will be the Big Ten champs. Oh wow! Wow! wow. Write it down. Bold. Write it down. Take. Write it down. Write it down. Write, we're writing everything take. down this week. It's funny you say that, Jay, because I feel like this really starts the season for both teams. They really got off to kind of a cupcake start. Obviously, Michigan's out-of-conference game against Washington wasn't as good or as good of a win as we thought it was going to be. Michigan State's win at Miami wasn't as good of a win as we thought it's going to be. They've got to play. Each team has to play each other, Penn State and Ohio State, yeah. with only about four weeks left in the season. This is really when each team's season starts. I agree with that. We are missing that like litmus test of, of, of where we're at with the teams. And I had a buddy text me who's, who's very down the middle with, you know, U of M MSU. Sometimes I use him as like a gauge of where I'm at. Cause you know, we're all fucking slappies. We're borderline taking our shirts off during this recording. And he, he fucking just texted me. Like, I don't think he goes personally. I don't think either teams are good. The game should be entertaining, but I don't think either teams are good. You know, I told him to go fuck off, but, <laughs> but like, it is just an interesting, like, I don't think our schedule has been easy and it's not easy to go seven and zero no matter what in the big 10. And, you know, we had to go down to Miami. I know those teams aren't as great as we thought they were going to be. Um, but I am, you know, I'm curious of, of this game and beyond. And I agree with you, Chandler season starts Saturday. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that as well. I think um, we have pretty similar. Um, we both beat teams that at the beginning, Michigan state played Northwestern at, we thought, wow, it's a good win for us. And then we found out Northwestern is who we thought they were. Yes. They're Northwestern. Yeah, they're Northwestern. All right. Um, Michigan played a very bad Wyoming, um, not Wyoming, um, Washington team who right. almost lost to Arizona. All right. And then we played a Miami team that's not as strong. Um, we played the same with Nebraska and the same with um, India. With, well, Rutgers almost beat them. We, you know. Well, it, I mean, it's, it's just – the Big Ten is the Big Ten. Like, you know, it's it's tough to win all those games. I don't care how good or bad the teams are. It's just – it's hard not to trip. You know, and they had Nebraska. They had Rutgers. We had uh, uh, in Nebraska and Indiana. You know, like it's just there's, – there's some games that you're going to sweat out. <laughs> well, th at the end of the day, this game's going to come down to the defenses. All right? Both teams have prolific offense. Uh, Michigan has – very good tandem running backs. They have, a, and they have a good offensive line. And we know what Michigan's going to want to do. They want to come and maul you from the from the start of the game to the finish of the game. Um, our defense, we have that bend but don't break mentality, and so that's something that scares me. How many times can you go out there as a defense and have a sustain a 12 play drive? You know, 12, 13, 14, 15. And the, on the other hand, we have an offense that can score at any time. So if our, if our defense is out there for 12, 15 plays and our offense goes and shoots a moon ball to Naylor or Reed, defense is right back out there. Yep. So that's something that scares me. It's going to come down to the defense. It's going to come down to who has the most takeaways in this game. And, I mean, what is exactly what you said, uh, we feel – I, at least I feel as a fan watching games that if we don't hit those big plays, like we're not picking up yards, you know, and like 
you know, Kenneth Walker's been amazing, but he usually busts a, a huge one at some point. And, and I felt like watching that Indiana game was just torture, watching pass ever pass get knocked down or, or you know, KW not having the rushing yards he should. Like, I hate that we rely on the big plays a little bit just out of pure nervousness that if they don't work, they don't work. But I think it's, you know, I don't think it's relying on a big play. I think it's staying true to who we are offensively. Um, and that's something that's a little bit, <laughs> it's, it's six one to a half a dozen another. When last pe- previous seasons, like we did, we stayed true to who we were. You ran jet sweep, you ran dive, and everyone knew what was coming third and long. You threw the yeah, ball. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. But I now, mean, I'd rather take the shots. I just want to connect them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you want to, <laughs> but you can't connect in all of them. That's why they call shots. Yeah, but- you know, um, I think I don't, I don't have an issue with um, I think our offensive line is going to come out ready to play. Okay. I think our offensive line is going to come out mauling. I think these guys are going to get um, entrenched into this rivalry These because they, they, they had a little sniff of it last year with no fans, really. Oh, yeah. And now it's in East Lansing. These Spartan guys are going to be ready to go. How could you not be? Exactly. Right? <laughs> How could you not be? And I know for a fact um, we got a, a message to the former players Coach Tucker wants everyone, you know, all the former players to video themselves, you know, three, four minutes, you know, on what this rivalry means to them. And he's playing it for the team. It said, be unapologetic, be yourself, because it's just going for the team. These guys are going to be bought into this. They're going to be ready to go. They're going to be fired up for this. Mm-hmm. And I know the guys down the road will be fired up for this, but I think they're coming in as Michigan people do, thinking their shit don't stink, their University of Michigan, and they can roll their fucking helmets on the field and win games. And they got another thing coming when they come into the woodshed and they face the, the deep end. Write it down, right, baby. Write it down. You're Write it down. Right I think that was a preview of his video he sent on the coach. So. Oh, I think so, too. I think so, too, because I'm ready to run through Holy, Holy shit. Oh, Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, you know, J.U. as, you know, and this is – you know, could be, might be, probably will be the biggest stage. I mean, hopefully, you know, state goes on and plays bigger. But, like, as a player, you're not going to have more eyeballs on you to to this point in your career than right now. And And it's like if you want, you know, you're trying to get to that next level. I mean, this is is it, right? This is where the scouts are coming. Everyone's watching. Every team that has a bye this week – We'll have scouts at this game. Every team will have scouts at this game. It's yep, the period. biggest. It's the biggest game on the market. And if you're Kenneth Walker, yeah, you want to make a Heisman statement. This is it. This is it. Yeah, this is the game that you want to make a Heisman statement in. Right. And uh, I think they're going to show out. I think I I believe I have a eerie feeling that it's not going to be a game like people think it will be. I have a feeling it's going to be a lopsided game. I I mean I've. I feel good too. I just, I get fucking nervous to actually verbalize if I'm being honest. Like, just Fuck it, do it. Knock on wood. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel there. fucking good. Like, and the speaking re- into the, existence, the, the re- Frank. The real, the reason I feel good about it is because of just like I just kind of feel like the all the heat's on Michigan right now. I really do. I think there is way more pressure on them to win this game than there is on Michigan State, and it has a very similar lead up to so many. East fucking Michigan State games we've seen where we're lower seated, we're the dog in the game. Like the quotes come, like I just feel like everyone is on Michigan again, and this is kind of where we live. This is like where we eat. This is like where we became the Spartan dogs. Right, and and we're comfortable in this position. Get we touched on it. Getting four and a half at home. I'm looking right now. Even money right now. Fifty four forty six either way on both teams right now. So you know what? The pressure is on Michigan more so than not. But Jay, I wanted to ask you real quick, going back to the point. Um, not only is it a rivalry game, but you mentioned there's gonna be a lot of scouts probably at the game. This is the game where you show out. What did you feel as a player and, and how did the locker room feel? Were you whispering to each other knowing that that was gonna happen? Was it added pressure or were you like, hey, I'm gonna show out. I know this is one of, if not maybe the only opportunity to get some eyeballs on me in the league. Uh, if you're a player, you're not thinking that stuff. It's it's in your it's in your mind on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, but as you get closer, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you get to that point. All you're thinking about is, I want to beat those fucking guys. Mm-hmm. The guys with the wing helmets, I want to beat them. I have specific memories where 
you know, we're in the locker room at U of M and Drew Stanton had a, a big stereo there and on repeat was a U of M fight song over and over and over and over. And right before we got out, he took that thing, slammed it on the ground. The entire locker room goes absolutely crazy. Those are the moments that happens in, in college football. The moment in East Lansing, when you're sitting in the locker room, you go out there, you see the stadium's half full during warm-ups. You go back into the locker room. You're getting yourself ready. There's a little countdown clock going down there. Everyone's getting themselves ready in their form and fashion. Some guys have uh, headphones on. Some guys are walking around. You know, some guys are just, you know, doing whatever. Coaches, you see them pacing, walking back, and it's absolutely crazy. There's one moment that comes about that you know it's time to go. When you're sitting in the locker room at Spartan Stadium, and all of a sudden you hear, ah, the band, the locker room walls start shaking. It's a holy shit feeling. You look at each other like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. And that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, with the crowd, the atmosphere, what Coach Tucker's bringing to the table, the way that the guys feel, the swagger. These guys are going in there believing that they belong on this field with that team. It's going to be something special. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm rock solid right now just thinking about it. Like, not even fucking around. I It's it's just an electric feel. I mean, like, I, ever – right. I mean, what's the stat? I mean, have they ever been in the top ten undefeated and played each other? One time. 1957 or 56, I believe, the, uh, when they wore leather helmets is when two versus five played. Other than that, the next highest ranked game, trouble with the snap, seven versus 12. Yeah, and, and we both were 12. Times and we were 12, won, right? And we were 12, probably lower ranked both times. Yeah. So this is, this is, you know, people say Coach Tucker needs a signature win. But realistically, fucking Harbaugh needs a signature Harbaugh win. Harbaugh needs a signature fucking yeah, win. What is his signature win? You know, um, what what team did they beat? Wisconsin on the road yeah, this that's, year. That's, that's his signature that win. his signature win? Yeah, or does he need it. a win like this when it matters the most? I mean, think about it. He wins. I mean, obviously, if Mel wins this game, it's his biggest win, without a doubt. He's been here half a COVID year. Or, right. Well, and half of this year, obviously. This, it's his this, biggest is, this, coaching is without a, this is without a doubt. It's his Harbaugh's, biggest coaching win yeah, overall yeah, if he wins this game. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, yeah. All right, so one thing I do want to touch on that has nothing to do with the X's and O's on the field for MSU, U of M, uh, is is the uh, uniforms. And the reason is is just because, you know, MSU has some of the best uniform combinations in college football, you know, before Tuck was here. But now that Tuck's here, even especially, we've had so many different uniform combinations, three different helmets this year, or four, maybe even four. Cause I, yeah, because we've had the white and the green yep. with the regular logo. Yep. So I'm curious, you know, Michigan-Michigan State, top ten matchup. All you know, everyone's there. Big Fox. What is MSU gonna come out and wear this week? Mm, that's a good one. Um, one of my favorite uniforms of theirs that I think they're gonna wear this this week is the Pro Combats, the dark green with the no black way. pants. You think and they're the coming out with black? Helmets. Wow! No yes. way! I think they're coming out in black. That's a callback. Reminds I mean, that me that's Gardner. That's the prime of you and me being there. <laughs> yeah. I bought the cousin's yeah. version of that jersey. Yeah. I have it. Yes. I think that's what it's, it's got. Be. Red wine stained on it. You can't yes. see it though. From slapping the bag. Josh. Yeah. No, not that. I couldn't, I couldn't afford Josh. It was. It was. Uh, Franzia's like Chalable red. Yeah. That reminds me of Devin Gardner, Connor Cook, that whole era. I think they're. I would love to see the whites, but they're not going to give Liber- the Michigan Liberty to come in in their maize and blue into the woodshed. They're not going to do that. I think Michigan State's going to wear the dark green with the white pants, the black S on the helmet with the dark green helmet. Okay, I, I'm pretty close to that. I think they're green machine. I think they're green machine head to toe. I think they want it smothered in green. I think it's. I think it's green pants, green jerseys, green helmets. Sh- should we put a beer on it? Yeah, put a beer. Let's see who gets the close. If you hit, if you hit, it's uh, <laughs> no, dude. If you it's hit, not it, inside it's, a jersey. It's, 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 it's not. It's not. It's from Ricks. If you hit, if they come out in those fucking combats. That would be nuts. Absolutely nuts. And, and traditional Sparty on the helmet. is. I think there's no way they don't. It's going to be traditional There's no Sparty way they go gruff or the script. Yeah. I think that would be wild. Right. Yeah. Unless they just went full nuts and went with that like old, old logo. Like Pro that. combat, baby. Yeah, I love it. I'm just, I'm just juice. I will be there in full. I'm gonna be tucked in for tuck. <laughs> tucking <laughs> for tuck. I'm gonna be tucked in for tuck once again. I will be uh, shotgunning beers. I will be doing shots of fireball. Yeah. 
Um, if you got some McAllen's, I'll throw some of that down as well. I, and I will have a victory cigar at the end of the night. Yeah, and I gotta, you know, I, I'm not gonna apologize for this, but kind of apologize. You know, I'm not, I'm not going up. Uh, the reason I'm not going up, I got, I got a group of guys that I used to watch every single game with. Uh, you know, we're, everyone's having kids now, getting married, life's tough. I don't get to watch games with these guys anymore. Uh, I'm getting a chance to watch it with them, and just them, no kids, no significant others, just the boys. Getting together to watch this game, I couldn't pass it up. These are the guys I watched all four years with during the D'Antonio era. Got to watch it with them. So I'm, I'm pumped for my plans, too. I am I am bummed, though, I'm not going to be there just to see it. I wouldn't recognize the place. And I haven't been back there since, I don't know, 2016. The last time I was there, it got real fucking spooky, real haunted. A lot of demons came out. Got to keep the demons caged this weekend and uh, fucking hopefully get a win. I mean, what do you guys see going more to X's and O's, Jay? I'm going to ask you first. What do you see as the key to victory for each team. So let's start with Michigan. How does Michigan beat Michigan State this weekend? And then obviously, how does Michigan State beat Michigan this weekend? Uh, Michigan wins the game if they run the football. They run the football consistently. They, they attack, attack, attack. Uh, Michigan State's defense keeps them on the field for long sustaining drives and come out with points other than field goals in those, in, in those drives. They win the game if they do that. If they win the run game battle, they're going to win the game. Michigan State side of things, they have to come up with turnovers. They have to pressure the quarterback, and they have to come up with turnover defensively, and they have to hit on at least three big plays, three explosive plays you got to hit on. Uh, coaches have charts like explosive plays in a game. If you get the goal for explosive plays are five. You want five explosive plays. If you get three out of that five, that's a good day. Yeah. Okay. Frank, what do you think is the key to the games this week? I uh, honestly, I just, I think it's the, I, like you said, the run game, and and uh, I think we need to make Michigan scared to drop back to pass. I want at halftime them debating who's coming out at quarterback. That's what I want. I want them to be nervous to drop back to pass, kind of like how we feel with golf on the Lions right now. And I want at halftime for people to be looking, Michigan fans to be looking at each other, going. Which quarterback's coming out? Which quarterback's starting the second half? I think if we're able to do that, and, I mean, this kind of goes hand in hand, you know, our secondary has been suspect to give up some plays. I think we absolutely cannot do it versus Michigan's passing attack. There's there, there's no reason we should be allowed to do that. 100%. And I agree a lot with what you guys are saying. And, J.U., to your point, I think the first 15 minutes is very pivotal in this game. Yeah. If Michigan jumps out, if Michigan takes a lead, they can kind of control the game or the, the pace of play. Does Michigan State come out flat because they had a bye week last week? I think the first 15 minutes are going to be very pivotal. And then to your point, Frank, if they have a bad first 15 minutes, you're going to start hearing it. You're going to start saying, where's JJ? Is he coming in? Cade's not good enough. Wait, we're going to have to come from behind. I think that's a big key to the game. And I also think for Michigan, a big key to the game is third and less than four. Michigan wants to grind this game down. Michigan is going to run the first two plays on a ton of drives. There's going to be a lot of third and threes, third and twos, third and fours. Can Michigan State get off the field and get the ball back to their offense? Or, Jay, to your point, is Michigan going to get these 12, 15, 18 play drives where they're grinding off six, seven minutes of the clock and keeping our offense on the sideline? I think those are my keys to the game. One, the first 15 minutes. Two, the length of Michigan drives and how long they can keep that potent Spartan offense on the sideline. And one thing that Michigan State definitely has the advantage in that people always overlook in the game of football is special teams. Mm -hmm. All right? Um, if you're Michigan, you're saying – don't, don't kick to Reed. Mm -hmm. Don't kick to Naylor. Like, what do you do? Do you just kick it out of bounds all the time? And then you're playing in East Lansing now. You got the fans there. I know these guys were not part of trouble with the snap, but if you're in a punter in this game, that's got to be somewhere in the back of your head. How could it not be? Exactly. Spartan Sage would just be playing it on repeat in between, you know, in between every time <laughs> they, they change the personnel, they come out, they should have it. I'm calling, I think – I think first possession Michigan State, we're going to get a, a deep shot. I think right away you're going to get – I think you're going to get a flea flicker. I'm not even kidding. I could see Mel coming out first play, faking it to K – or handing it to KW, tossing it back and going for a flea flicker. I don't know why. I just feel it. I think um, – I, I totally agree that there's going to be some type of trickanery, but what I think it will be, I think it's going to be a throwback to the quarterback. 
Oh, okay. Wow. You know, a little wide receiver reverse. You give it to the running back. Running back toss it to the wide receiver. Quarterback sneaks out. Well, we saw Thorne go up and get one. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you. We saw Danny Dimes yesterday, too, but I'll leave that for later. Yeah, Maybe later in the show week. later in the week. But, I really uh, don't want to hear that I right think my I think my big play, and I agree with you guys, and I told someone this earlier today, I think Michigan State is going to do a toss back on a punt this week or a kick return, whereas they kick it to one side of the field and they're going to Frank Y check it to the other side of the field, launch one over and take a big special teams play to JU's point. The special teams is where we have an advantage. He's shaking his head because I Frank Y check. I hit a nerve on it. I didn't mean to. On I did not even plan that out. I, I think they are going to have a play like that where they toss it back in some form or manner, and they're going to get a big chunk and start in Michigan territory because of a big return, punt, or kick. See, I like your thought. I like mine. Frank's too vanilla. Too vanilla. Just a flea flicker? You don't like that? No, 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 I'm just saying, like, Michigan State's flea flicker you. How many times have we done it? So it's old hat now. No, okay. Well, I'm saying on the first fucking four plays. In the first four plays, you'll be a flea That's flicker. been done before. Okay, well, so is your plays have been done before, but not with as much frequency. You know, and speaking of not planning stuff, I don't have on the rundown, like, let's all guess the trick play I was going to do. I know, but I like where it's going. No, I do too. I, I like love it. where it's I love going. It. Guess the trick. If they fucking open that game with a flea flicker, I'm, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll take my pants off. Probably going to do that anyways. I haven't been this excited for a game probably since, I mean, I don't know. It's been a lot to probably since, you know, the final four. But even then we were playing, you know, we were playing Bama. Like, you know, it was, you were definitely like, I'm glad to be here. I'm happy to be here. While we're making predictions, I say, I'm I'm going, I'm I'm going real degenerate. Waving fingers. I'm going real degenerate here. What? Coin toss tails. Okay. okay. Sparty defers. Wow. So Michigan gets the ball first on a tails. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Nuts. Are we guessing Kool-Aid colors or <laughs> Jesus Lions? Uh, guessing Gatorade colors here too. I don't know if this is a bet on the board, but I'm gonna up degenerate Ju right here. He says tails and Michigan gets ball first. Give me Con- Connor Hayward anytime touchdown score. All right. If we're picking nut shit, I'll go. I'll go coin toss tails. They pick the side of the field. Just kidding. That was just lame. Can't you pick the side of the field? No. Yeah, then you don't get the ball at all. What? <laughs> yeah, you just pick the side of the field, and they decide what they want to do. With Frank's it. going real nuts. He's saying yeah. they're gonna have a flea flicker. Yeah. Whoa. All right. All right. Oh, mine's not even nuts. He's you guys are going nuts. He's drinking Sam Adams. Watch yeah. out. I would never choose to drink Sam Adams. This is what was provided to me by whoever brought him, and I appreciate it. Fuck, I'm happy to have a beer. Coughlin's gonna hit a 50 yarder. There's my one prediction. Ooh, That's okay. as weird as it gets. Oh okay. god. Here we go. He's redhead. Yeah. I don't trust them, and I don't trust kickers. Hey, I don't want to come down soul, to kickers. That soulless guy, that soulless fuck fucking that most field goals, and uh, we're just like dogging him. He's like our kicker. Yeah, but he's been there eight years. Yeah, a lot of kicks. Yeah. Jay, I want to ask you a quick question. It, you're from Buffalo. You're from the upstate New York area. What, if any, publicity or, or national attention did you see in this rivalry before you get to Michigan State? And did that play a factor into picking Michigan State was this rivalry that they had with Michigan? Um, either, that's a great question. That's a great point. Upstate New York there, that you get a lot of Penn State games, um, you know, everything. You get a lot of – you see a lot of Michigan fans in that area there too because they're just all Walmart Wolverines. But um, coming in, the factor in this, because I, I was – I formed a good relationship with T.J. Duckett. And so I watched his career, and so Michigan State was on the on, on TV a lot back then, ABC, you know, everything like that. And so that's that's one of the biggest reasons I chose Michigan State is because that catch that TJ had, you know, like being like, wow, I want to be that guy. I want to play in the game like this. There, there's not – you can go to play at a big-time D1 college, Power 5 schools, but you can name probably only five really good rivals – rivalry games that are like this mm-hmm. you know and so i you know this is something that you want to play in that's what this is something that if you're a kid from michigan you want to play in this and for years michigan state has benefited off those kids that are you know weren't quote-unquote good enough to go to michigan and they'll say, say fuck you i'm gonna go to state and i'm gonna beat you right and it was that something that when you got onto campus right away you knew like 
hey, like Michigan circled. You know what I mean? Like, was that the thing? Like, it was like, hey, hey, welcome to Michigan State. Uh, first, here's your pads. Here's your jersey. Second, fuck Michigan. It was um, on my uh, recruiting visits. Okay. Yeah. And that's when I learned the term blue belly. Uh, you know, those guys down the road, you know, everything. My mother, she sweetest lady but she's i heard her once say fuck michigan <laughs> i clutched my pearls yeah. <laughs> yeah. yep absolutely yeah i mean security questions what team you love to see lose michigan every time right I mean, that's, that's that's where i'm at all right boys well uh you know if we got anything else to cover otherwise you know we should move into our gambling picks because we still owe the fans that we need to pick which teams we think are going to win this weekend for college football. Is there anything else we want to touch on before we get into that? You know, I don't really have anything else to touch on. Uh, the one thing I really hope from a Michigan State fan perspective is that we we want Cade McNamara in the game. And I know that that has been a hot topic for Michigan fans. I see a lot of my buddies who are Michigan fans saying, why is J.J. not playing? Mm -hmm. Us as Michigan State fans – we want Cade in the game. We are going to beat Michigan if Cade plays the full 60 minutes. And that's, I mean, it's it's like you want it's you want him thinking about it at half, but right. you don't want him to pull the trigger. Correct. You know? 100%. And, and that's, you know, kind of full circle. It's like we can't give up any. They should be scared to pass. I want them scared to pass. I mean, literally I think of that, Jared, that last drive with the Lions, and we ran the ball all the way down the field nine minutes, and we dropped back to pass, you know, once, mm -hmm. and it was a pick. You know, we should be scared. They should be scared to drop back to pass. I can't wait for the game. It's the most excited I've been for a game in, for a very long time, especially with the state of Detroit sports. Um, we can move into our college picks here unless you guys got anything you need to. Uh... No, I'm ready for my college picks. I'm right. good to go. I'm good. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get it. Well, lucky for me, I'm only taking dogs this fall. It's an all-dog fall, for better, for worse, all dogs. And guess what? I'm a Spartan dog, and the dogs are barking this weekend, plus four and a half. Michigan State in East Lansing over Michigan. Take money line. Don't even take the four and a half. Let money me line. let me take this, Frank. Yeah. Fuck the points. Fuck Michigan. I'm taking Michigan State. That's disrespectful that we're getting four and a half in the woodshed when we beat their ass last year. Tuck coming. We're going to take them out behind the woodshed, and we're going to beat them down. You can take the fucking four and a half. I'm taking the money line. I don't want odds. I want Michigan State winning. And guess what? You can give me a win or a loss based on that pick. But, hey, 165 is what I got it at today, plus 165. State's coming. Tuck's coming. Go green. Fuck blue. Michigan State's going to win this weekend. Mm, mm, mm. That's spicy. I call it. I muy caliente. I'm busting out of my pants. Tipsalani, <laughs> Spartans by a hundred. Spartans by a hundred. You guys want to do score predictions? Yeah, I'll do score prediction. Uh, I say 34-17 Spartans. Ooh, I am very close to that, Jay. I got 27-17 MSU. I think it starts raining towards the end, so I'll cut the points back a little bit. Let's go 24-10. Let's hold them to 10 points. It better not rain. I don't want to get wet out there. Oh, you'll be just fine, buddy. No, sure. Frank's like taking Michigan 24-21, but MSU still covers. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most disrespectful thing I have ever fucking heard in my life. That is, like, incredible that you would say that. And actually, I was going to say before Chandler so fucking rudely jumped in there because he's rock solid right now, which I don't blame him for. Uh, if yeah, if, if if State did lose by three and we still covered and won the money, I'd throw the money in the trash. I'd throw the money in the trash. I'd go to an ATM, pull it out, throw it in the trash. I'll give you an alternative, Frank. Just throw it on the Lions next Sunday. Yeah, fine, deal. Hey, All right, the, boys. The Lions are back, baby. All right, boys. Well, uh, so that's how we feel about the game. Can't wait for it to happen. Obviously, we're a little one-sided. If there's any Michigan fans who stuck around for the entirety of this show, like, fucking good on you. I would never listen to a Michigan show like that. Um, but, hey, let's get into the what you came here for, most likely. Uh, it's the interview, uh, J.U. Chandler Frank, with the MSU coach for 13 years, 2007 to 2019, uh, record during that time. 114 and 57, making him the winningest coach in MSU history. Eight wins against the team from Ann Arbor, three Big Ten championships, a Rose Bowl win, only 13 win season in MSU history, nine conference wins by double digits in the year 2013, college playoff in 2015. 
Through 2010 to 2015, this guy's record was 65 and 16, which made my college experience absolutely electric. Introducing the former head coach of Michigan State University, Mark D'Antonio. Coach. How we doing? Good. How are you? Good. Um, first, let me introduce you to my my uh, partners here. Uh, there's Frank and that's Chandler. How you doing, Coach D? Hi, Coach. How we doing, guys? Good. How are you? Good. They're they're all Sparties, so you're in good hands. All right. What time? What kind of time thing are we looking here? Five, ten minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Ten minutes. I, I know you're about your your business here, so I'll just jump right into it, Coach. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to thank you for taking the time to join us. Um, you know, my first experience with you was, you know, like I talked to, to you about on the sidelines of the um, Nebraska game was remember when you walked in uh, the first day you were introduced as the head coach there. And, you know, one thing that stuck out to me in your uh, presser was how Michigan State was a destination, not a step, not a stepping stone for you like what did it mean to be the head coach at michigan state well you know i had a, a an obvious uh positive having been there before as a uh, an assistant coach so i understood the culture a little bit you know the traditions and i saw it as a place that uh, you know i look back to the 60s when they won national championships and even though it had been a long time ago i've always felt like uh you know if you've done it one time you it can happen again as evidenced by what they're doing this year, you know, it's not like they haven't won one there before. So it's a positive, And I saw that in, in that respect and uh, always liked East Lansing. And I just thought it was a major university with a nat- national uh, reputation. Good. Sweet. Um, I, you know, obviously when you came in, you really put a focus on paying attention to details and, you know, being a guy that was there under the previous regime. And that was a little different for me. And, you know, simple things like in training camp, you made us room with people that we didn't know with the different position and everything like that. Like, what was the thought process behind? Is that just how it is to build a program and build something up? Just like, you know, like you said, paying attention to the details. (laughs) No, it's all good. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. You like add to get somebody at the door here. Okay, we're gonna have to start over, Ju. Okay, no problem. No, I said, uh, you know, I was there with the previous regime before you got there, and it was a, it was a complete uh, 180 uh, about face from you know the culture that it was and the culture that you brought in. You know, such as having us room with you know, guys for different positions from different, you know, parts of the country and everything, not guys that we're familiar with. Was that just one of your steps in creating a culture to something that you saw that that worked at your previous destinations? Well, I think that, uh, you know, I've had the the, uh, examples put forth by Nick Saban and by uh, Jim Trestle and some of the things that that I experienced with them, you know, tried to carry over and then make, make my own decisions on things. So, uh, I just felt like it was so important to to address the issue of team, um, the people getting along and working with each other and getting to know everybody. And, uh, I think sometimes with whether you're in the position group or whatever, you you know maybe you're a senior, you don't get to know the freshman or whatever the case is. It's uh, it's all about everybody growing it together, and it's always about going to be about uh, um, you know getting along with each other and those type of things. So. Uh, also felt like I, I think you guys we roomed opposite positions that sort of changed as we went forward um, so I was just always looking for a leg up on, on other people and trying to do things a little bit differently so um, I knew the one thing that we had to do when we came there was uh, we had to get people positive and feeling good about each other first yeah hey coach Chandler here um, you know I actually was coming into school when when you first started and Something that really turned the tide in my eyes and a lot of Michigan State's fans' eyes was the phrase, you know, pride comes before the fall after the loss in 2007. I know it originated from a biblical verse. Uh, 
How do you, where did that originate from? Is that something you live by? Is, is that, was that a spur of the moment thing or were you prepped for that in the, in the post-game conference? No, no, I was never prepped with that. You know, I, that, that just sort of came out, I guess. I don't know, you know, just a spur of the moment, you know, just a moment, you know, um, so I don't know, you know, I don't want to make too big a deal of that, but, you know, I do know that I, I said it's not over, it'll never be over. I do feel like that, um, you know, in any rivalry, there's a, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, or whether it's Michigan State, Michigan, or whatever, but for Michigan State, that's the Michigan game's a huge rivalry, and uh, you sort of you sort of weigh yourself there, you know. Okay, you you sort of count and say, okay, what was your record against Michigan when you played, you know, and those type of things. So you know, it'll be a little bit more. It'll get a little bit more focus, and uh, you know, it's going to continue on, and there's so many people across this state that uh, you know maybe married to a a Spartan or a Wolverine, you know, there's mixed families, just families. Um, so it's sort of Coach, you're you're breaking up there. Okay. Were you, were, were you enjoying life in Florida? Or are you in East? No, no, I'm at the lake. Oh, yeah, see, I'm there it is. Michigan. Is oh, like, <laughs> Yeah, this is better. Um, okay, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, one thing that I absolutely loved about your your coaching style and about you is just the the life lessons and the themes. Um, you know, and when I was coaching high school, and I I know every year I already knew what my theme was. It was the theme previously for Michigan State, such as chase it. Um, you know, rise up. You will be the one. Um, where did when did those come to you? Um, you know, and and another thing too, like that. Rose Bowl video. I think that was like the best thing in the world when you were out there in the summertime before and you know made that video. When do you when do you get those ideas for what the theme will be? Well, you know, I, that's that's a hard one. You know, I mean, they just sort of you know sit around on a beach or someplace and try to think about things as I go forward. And uh, there's going to be a little bit something different. And I thought that uh, I thought really that you know when I said that. Uh, you know, you would be the ones that was at the the banquet. Didn't go in there thinking that. I just into the banquet thinking that. I just really felt strongly that we we lost five games by thirteen points, and and um, there was a possibility that we could do great things. So you know, that's sort of just what I said to them, and it sort of stuck. And then uh, going out to the Rose Bowl, we were out there, so I just flipped my phone to my my daughter and said, "Hey, take a video." So I sort of just did that on a whim. It wasn't something I planned to do or anything like that. Same with, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the one that, you know, after the, after the, uh, the, the 14th season, you know, so I don't know, you know, JU, these things, you know, when you're coaching it, you, you're never off. First of all, you're always thinking about the program. You're always thinking about the team. You're always thinking about what's next. And, you know, so you're always thinking about what's the next theme and what's the next, next vision going forward and uh so that's sort of what i did so you know some things came to fruition i guess that's great hey coach d this is uh frank cerise here again appreciate you uh taking the time to speak with us today um you know speaking of great things you did at uh msu you know a lot of plays come to mind a lot of memorable plays you know i feel like you had more than some coaches have in their whole career just in the tenure you had at uh msu you know, whether it's Little Giants, the Mousetrap, Rocket, the Stanford stop on fourth, obviously trouble with the snap, uh, maybe even the block kick versus Baylor. Is there one that sticks out to you more than the others? Uh, is there one that kind of, uh, you know, you got on the top shelf as, as your favorite play, whether it's a play call or just a play that happened? Well, I think that the ones that when we walk off and win the game are probably the most special, you know, when the game's over. But, uh, you know, I think the bottom line is, that, you know, you don't, those things don't happen unless you have great execution by the people that are doing it. So those moments sort of, to me, they belong to the players that are involved to our football team. And I'm never going to just pick one and say, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like uh, if you're going to do anything, there's got to be execution as a player. And, uh, and that's what we got. Well, one that sticks out to me, and I remember this, and I wasn't even a part of it. Um, it was trouble with the snap because I remember I was sitting at home in Buffalo watching that game, <laughs> and we're all on a former players group chat, and we're t- thinking to ourselves like, "Man, okay, um, 
we're going to have to eat crow for a year. You know, we'll get them next year at our place. You know, that's the thought process that's going. And then all of this starts unfolding in front of, and like, you could just see like the people started calling, FaceTiming each other. And it was just crazy. Like that being crazy for me in my living room, what was your thought process and what, like going into it? I know obviously you're like, okay, we're going for broke. Like, what was the thought process behind that? Was there something that you saw, you know, in, you know, previous weeks with Michigan's punting and their punter, or you just say, hey, this is what we got to do? No, you know, I mean, it was uh, it was more like, this is what we got to do. I don't think we're going to return the punt 90 yards in 10 seconds, and, or, you know, after, you know, after you'll have one play maybe after that. So I thought the best thing to do was go after it. And the best way to go after it was to, you know, go after it hell bent. So, you know, we brought them all. Even brought the guys off the edge, you know, off the off the wide receivers. And, uh, you know, the interesting thing about that is that, uh, you know, the night before we, everybody was sort of jacked up. And uh, uh, so I was riding the bus and to the game, and I said, we got to get that feeling back. And so I had everybody stay on the bus for 10 seconds, and I counted to 10 and uh, said, hey, we're going to get those 10 seconds back. And uh, we did. So that to me, what's, but as far as when that did happen, I can't place myself what I did or anything like that. I was sort of like, like everybody else sort of stunned. I was probably sort of bouncing down the sideline, but never seen a picture. I've never seen a picture of, of me in that game when that thing happened. So uh, it was interesting. Hey, Coach, it's Chandler again. What What do you think – did you prep any different going into a rivalry game, anything leading up to the week of? Is there any different prep and practice or or your mindset, or do you treat it just like every other week? And and with that, what do you think is is the key to this, this week's game? Well, I think that uh, we do a little bit of something different maybe every week, but for the most part, and I think that's the, the case with any game, we want to change up a little something. When, we, when I was coaching. But uh, for the most part, all the preparation was before him, you know, months before, you know. And, you know, when you're playing a rivalry game, you work on them every day. I mean, you're recruited against them. You're, you, you know, everything you do is in, is in mind with, okay, what are we going to do to win that football game at some point, whether it's a recruit or whether it's whatever it is. I mean, you're never too far away from it. But, you know, um, you know, we had five years. You know, we had a scouting report. Jay, you know how thick those things were. And yeah. It was a it was a five year scouting report on on Michigan. You know, and and it was in depth like that, and so in depth like that for five years. And what have they done the last five years? What trick plays? What their favorite plays on third down? How they attacked our defense or offense or whatever it is. But I don't think that's it. That's any different than what anybody does. We had five year studies on Iowa. You know, it's um, and then going into the game. You know, there's always going to be a little bit something. Uh, but I think a little it's going to be different. But I think a lot of times it's it's the players that that they create a little bit of that. You know, let's do this, or you know, when you talk to your unity counselor or something, you're trying to say, okay, how do you want to finish up practice or whatever the case. So, but uh, it's exciting. You know, I, I will say this. You know, now that I'm out of it, just going to a Spartan football game, and um, I'm walking in, and you know, I'm walking through a tailgate or walking across the parking lot. And I'm, you know, you're going to laugh about this, J.U., but uh, I go, uh, well, that's a really big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I'm used to walking in there with 100 people, seeing 100 people on the field, uh, looking up in the stands and saying, man, there's a lot of people here and it's loud, and then walking out with 100 people. And, uh, you know, I'm, never, I'm not used to walking in with all the, you know, when it's all going on on the outside. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. So looking forward to, uh, to being there this weekend. Yeah, and Coach D, that's you know that was something I was you know going to ask you. You know, in a week like this, you got two undefeated teams, top ten. That's Michigan, Michigan State. It's one of the great, greatest rivalries in sports. You know, uh, I I know you miss it. Um, I'm curious what you miss the most. You know, is it is it hard to, you know, not be the the head coach of Michigan State on uh, weeks like this, or you know, what aspect do you think you, you miss the most about you know a week like this? No, you know, I mean, first of all, Coach Tucker's doing a great job. He's got them playing really well, and, and players are playing it very, very well as well. And they've got some big play guys on offense and defense. So I'm excited for them, first of all. Uh, you're always going to miss some part of your job when you end it, you know, when you retire. It's always going to be some of it you, it you miss. There's other parts you don't. Uh, so, um, 
you know, that's sort of where I'm at like that. But I guess what I miss the, the most is, is walking off with the win. I don't miss walking off with a loss. That's for sure. <laughs> right. and, uh, um, so walking off with the win and watching your players celebrate. I think, Ju, as you remember being in the locker room when when players celebrate, there's nothing like it. Oh yeah, there's definitely. nothing like that. You yeah. just feel a sense of of uh, you help us make something happen that was very special to a lot of people, and that's what I miss. Yeah, I, I miss the Thursday practice and how you used to look forward to my dance that I was going to break out every yeah. Thursday. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, you're choo-choo. <laughs> so there's one thing. See, that's the side of things that people from the outside looking in don't see about you. So if they see you, they see the stoic guy on the sideline who, like, never smiles and everything like that. But from the inside of the building, us as players, like, we see that side of you. And... um Real quick, before we get you off here, there's this little thing that we play. It's called over-under. It's just a simple game. Is it overrated or is it underrated? Frank's going to ask you three questions, uh, uh, no, five things, and if you just say it's overrated and why or is it underrated and why. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right. All right, here we go. First on the list, um, I know you came from Cincinnati, so we wanted to know Cincinnati chili, over or underrated? Uh, underrated. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next on the list. People in Cincinnati. Are out there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh, next one on the list. This one's from Ju. He's a big uh, Josh wine drinker. Red wine. Josh wine drinker. Josh wine over or underrated? Overrated. <laughs> oh, you're breaking his heart. <laughs> Well, I but think I like it, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number number three on the list. Big talk of NCAA these days. Rule change that um, you know you you didn't really have to deal with too much, but the new name, image, and likeness rules in the NCAA over or underrated? Underrated. Have a huge impact. Great. Long term. Um. Number four, four or five here, something that us Sparties, I feel like, deal with a lot, especially into weeks, uh, days leading up to a game this weekend. But uh, bulletin board material, is it over or underrated? It's overrated. I think when uh, when the game starts, all that stuff goes out the door and you play a game, play to play. And uh, I think the emotion and the adrenaline has to be, be maintained on a football field, and that's tough to do. you got to be able to handle adversity, and I think that's overrated. Absolutely. And then last on the list, five of five here, we got to know, uh, pleated khakis, over or underrated? Jeez, overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought pleated, you had... I mean, if you just said khakis, but you said pleated? Yeah, yes, pleated. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Maybe they're coming back. <laughs> uh, coach, uh, you know, thank you for taking the time to jump in on with us. Um I got to say, a lot of former players say this, retirement looks good on you. You're smiling. Um, you're enjoying your time with your family, your grandchild. Um, your daughters are growing up. Uh, Miss Becky, everyone, uh, you know, from us, thank you. You know, thank you for coming on. And uh, uh, for, thanks, thanks for having me, J.U. Yeah, you we, know, you just, I'll tell you why you coach. You coach for players. And that's, that's, what, that's been why I've always coached, you know, just to be a part of players' lives and, and watch them grow as people. And, uh, you know, in the middle of those things, you know, you win some football games, those type of things, and you celebrate things. But there's a lot of adversity you got to handle too. But to watch people grow um, and young people grow and grow into to, to young adult men, you know, there's nothing like it. Yeah, and Coach D, just, you know, coming from a, from a fan, I was at Michigan State from 2009 to 2013. Um, college was, you know, one of the best experiences of my life. And, uh, you and your football team uh, are a big reason for that. Um, some of the most fun times celebrating your victories and your success. So we appreciate the uh, culture you built in East Lansing, and uh, you know it's still living on today. So I appreciate that, and thank you for doing this today. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. Go Green. Looking forward to the game. Beat Michigan. So yeah, go right, White. Go write, right. it down. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Let's go. All right, guys. All right, Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Twenty minutes. That was so cool. That was awesome. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. I thought so too. That was awesome.
why overrated. <laughs> <laughs> What dance are you gonna do? Type away. You ever heard of that? I never heard of that you one. You better check it out. Rich homie Quan. Rich homie Quan. All right. All right. I like this thing. That con driving make you feel some type of way. I know you do. That custom brightly make you feel some type of way. I'm shining, ho. This bitch on got me feeling some type of way. Is it cause my homies rich you feel some type of way? Some type of way, make you feel some type of way. Her she wanna fuck me, know you feel some type of way. Mr. CEO, it's what my title say. Me and my homies, DJ Ho, he feel some type of way.